Well, welcome everybody to Self Cell Care, Susan Essentials. This is Reverend Jody, and um, I am so excited today to bring to you Dr. Cindy Howard and Dr. Bab. She'll be on in the hour. And, um, you know, we're talking today about holistic health and um, the proper nutrition to use when you have had a concussion, so post-concussion. Um, and you know, um, I'm just going to tell you, so I met Dr. Cindy um, when she was uh, presenting um, for, I think it was either, well, it's full script now. It was Emerson Ecologics. So I'm not, to, she'll, she'll correct me and let me know uh, which, which company it was at the time. And not that it really matters, but she has a wealth of information. She's um, amazingly engaging and she has a new book out and we're going to talk about all of it. So without further ado, let me bring on Dr. Cindy. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing today? I am doing great. And I just want to make sure that everyone knows today, um, uh, after trying like probably five or six times, blog talk is not live. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, so if you are a blog talk person, which, uh, you know, if you are, Uh, I encourage you to uh, show up on Facebook or YouTube. Um, And Dr. Cindy, it looks like you have your your Facebook account going too. Is that right? I should. Yeah. If if everything is aligned and my Facebook people are working, then yes. Because, you know, medicine might be my, but technology is not. So there's some good people behind the scenes that I are, are definitely helping. Well, it looks like you are connected. I mean, up here, it looks like that. So, and we've got a group, uh, and I have a large Facebook group and we've got people in there listening as well. And then we, if you would like to, uh, call in, you can actually call in on the Podbean link. So you can look for self cell care on Podbean and press that little button and ask your questions and all of that. So, um, and we've got, uh, Megan McMullen, welcome to the show. And Teddy June, she, welcome to the show. She said, good morning, dear Susan Essentials, I'm on. I love you always for your honesty, accountability, compassion for others. Well, thank you. I love you back. Um, so tell us how, what's your story about why you became, you know, a chiropractor and, <clears throat> but you're, you're so much more, right? <laughs> I mean. Some days, yes. Well, it's hilarious because every so my brother was a chiropractor, right? And every chiropractor becomes, you know, all these other things afterwards. It's almost like the the jump, the the springboard, right, to um, pure health. So go ahead. Yeah. So my my background is 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 slightly skewed. It's interesting. Um, you take me back a little ways. I was a competitive power lifter and a professional modern dancer. And in college, oh, yeah, well, right? me too. Yeah, like many moons ago. Yeah, right? no, I used to bench 185. Oh, well, then you beat me. I was 165. You're stronger than I am. Well, I had no idea. So we're going to learn so much fun things together about each other. Hilarious. Yeah. And I was a dancer as well. Okay, yeah, my bench was 165, my deadlift was 315, my squat was 315. Crap! Okay, I did not do the squat thing as well as you did. Okay, so okay, I don't even so, remember. You know, yeah. 
and then you blow out the knees and now, you know, I'm just happy to be able to get up off the floor on certain days, right? You know, that that's where that moves two years later. <laughs> well, I got a solution for you on that one, actually. So yeah, but right. we'll let you go. Go ahead. Right. So my, my dream, my dream was to be a professional dancer slash choreographer in New York. And that got squashed pretty quick in the college days. And, and we don't have to go down that road of blame, but, you know, <laughs> that, that, that's a whole other, you know, therapy session. Anyway, I wound up going to um, college and I was majoring in exercise physiology. And my goal was to get into the physical therapy program. Now, that was, you know, decades and decades ago. And it was very, very competitive and I couldn't get in because as much as I would tell you I know what I'm doing, I was not the most awesome student on the planet, you know, and the grades were not what they needed to be. What year were you born? And I'm asking this for a reason. What year was I what? You like, what, what year were you born? Like, I'm six, 19, six, I'm 69. So I'm 63. And so I want to, you know, I, I teach about this. Um, I, I, my real, my main focus is toxic free living. Right. And I was not the best student either. Like I was good if I got a C. Right. And I, I believe like, I'm fairly certain of it, especially being, uh, an intuitive. I have all the clears. Um, and I access Akashic records. Um, it's because of the GOs that were being entered into the system under the radar. And it impaired our brain health and it impaired our ability to receive the information that was being given to us. Would you? Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that as my excuse. So that that was perfect. Oh I I I well but I mean it's it's true. I mean like how do you how do you function when you have a synthetic in your body that's stopping, you know, things from wiring and firing together. Right. Right. And, and that continues. Right. So as much as I may joke and, and that may have affected me, certainly in college now we're, you know, for 30 years later and still being exposed. Yeah. Yeah. Right. For yeah. sure. So it doesn't stop. No, it doesn't. You have, it's a constant every single day of finding ways to allow the body to be that master healing machine. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And we're constantly trying to adapt. Yes, we are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And some there are better days. Some days are better and some days are not. Right. For yeah. sure. Mm -hmm. So go yeah. ahead. So, so, yeah. So, so, so you fast forward a little bit. I couldn't get in and I went into sales because my father said, go into sales, you'll make a lot of money. And I made a lot of money and I spent every dime I ever made in sales. And it was my best and my worst job that I have ever had because I learned a tremendous amount in that in that area. And I realized I didn't want to do that for the rest of my life. So somebody once said to me, as ridiculous as this is, they said, why would you want to go to physical therapy school and be told what to do by the doctors when you can go to chiropractic school and tell the physical therapists what to do? And I don't think it really exactly works that way. But because I love to tell people what to do, that statement resonated with me regardless of the... the true value it had. And I looked in the chiropractic school and I, I live in Chicago, the Chicago area and there's a chiropractic school national here in Lombard, which is in the suburbs of Chicago. That's and where I, my brother graduated from. Yeah. yeah. Great, I mean, great, great school. school. I, got a, I got an amazing education and that's where I went. And then I hung the shingle like they, you know, tell you not to do. And I, I went for it. Would they know? tell you not to hang the shingle? Well, you know, there's this philosophy of like, you should work for somebody and learn on their dime, right? And figure out what you want and what you don't want. And I would forget that. I'm, I'm opening the doors. Because you were in sales before before then. 
Yeah. See, and my brother, that was the same thing. He opened up his shingles right away. He was um, um, downtown Chicago by Sheffield and almost by the Cubs, right? And so, and he worked on the Chicago Bears and the Chicago Bulls. Um, he was a phenomenal chiropractor. And so, um, but growing up, uh, my father taught us how to be entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. So why would he work for somebody else? Right. And that's you too. Why would you work for right. somebody else? Didn't want to. And, right. and business and sales, if you think about it, is part of, you know, everybody's profession, right? Mm-hmm. On some level. So when you can excel in that aspect of it, it, it's easy to run your own practice. So that's what I did. And I've been doing it for 25 years. And about 15 years ago, my mentor, Dr. Frank Strail, who's no longer with us, um, he, he taught his very first class at national was OBGYN. And I was in the chiropractic program. I was going the sports chiropractic route, like, you know, half my class and, and, and it's great, right? It's a great profession to be in, especially in athletics and coming from, you know, somewhat of an athletic background, it made sense for me. And when he taught obstetrics and gynecology, I went, what? Like, I mean, a chiropractor doing gynecology, this seems very odd. And anyway, he, he was such an inspiration as to the way he was really, truly helping women in his practice that I did a complete turnaround and I went the internal medicine and nutrition route and still obviously take care of athletes, but with a completely different perspective now, um, incorporating anything you'd see a general practitioner for, except I think, you know, we do it a little bit broader and a little bit better and a little bit bigger. And that's really the direction that the practice morphed throughout the years, which has been, it's been fantastic. I mean, I just love what I'm doing. So, so you are, so you were, you're working with women when they're pregnant. Yeah. Before they even want to conceive. So, you know, there, there's a whole philosophy behind, to your point, you know, this is our environment. Our body is our environment, right? Mm -hmm. When it's not as perfect as it potentially can be, then there's certain risks involved. So even if a woman is contemplating getting pregnant, we do a lot of good work to clean up that environment so that once she conceives, it's easier to conceive. And then once she conceives, you know, she can carry a healthy baby to term and, and then even post baby, right? Because there's so many complications even after that, that women walk through, um, you know, and, and there's just not a lot of education in that. That's There's not. So I was going to tell you, so I had um, um, uh, Tom Whitmire on my show. We ended up scheduling him back to back. You know, spirit moves through me. Like I didn't have anybody for that following week. And it was because spirit wanted us to do part two. Uh-huh. And he's a certified doula. And he, um, oh, there's a place in Florida that does a lot of training. Um, they're pretty famous. And I forget the name of it where he trained. But, um, and I should remember, but anyways, he, um, he really blew the lid on prenatal and, and really in the birthing process. And I'm a bit of a disruptor. Okay. Like I will tell people things and they just look at me, the the jaw drops, right? Yeah. So my jaw was dropping during the entire show. (laughs) <laughs> he may be a referral partner for you. Just going to say. So, 
would you do me a favor and put your contact information in the private chat so I can add it to um, the screen so people can uh, reach out to you and know how to find you and everything. Um, you know, like that. And then I'm just, uh, if you have a question that you would um, like to ask Dr. Cindy, um, please, you know, put it in the thread, ask your questions. We would love to hear what you have to say. Um, and I'm just changing the, the scroll here um, so that people know how else to watch us. Uh, okay, there we go. So, so there we Okay, so if you have a question, just post it or download the Podbean app and press and call uh, press the call in button. Um, <clears throat> and then we have uh, Facebook user Grand Rising Beautiful Healers. I see Block Talk is under construction. <laughs> I think I manifested that. I may, I may have helped you indirectly. I think too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so um, yeah. So here's the thing. Um, Blog talk's not consistent. I'm just gonna say, so not a really big fan. Um, so talk to us about uh, how did you get into the post concussion component of what you do, and what what inspired you, and what are some solutions to people who are suffering with any type of, I mean, well, with specifically concussions, because I think more people have concussions or walking around with concussions, and they have no clue. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. yeah, it's it's actually an interesting story. So both of my boys played football and way back when they were peewee athletes, um, you know, I was the team mom and the team doctor and, and I actually sat on the, the board of the organization. So we were at a game one day and just and forgive the length of the story, but there were, there were always two teams. There was the A team and the B team. You know, the A team was the better kids. The B team were the kids you were trying to develop or the kids that never quite made it to the A team. So the A-team played on the weekends, and we always had an athletic trainer on the field, which, you know, may or may not have been great, but there was somebody there. Was, There's somebody there. Right. There was a healthcare professional on the sideline that at least if a child got injured, somebody tended to them. Well, there was a Wednesday night game I was at, and clearly the B-team is not deserving of the athletic trainer. So um, there was no professional on the sideline. And, you know, of course not. Right. It, the world just doesn't work logically some days. So... We, we were there and anyway you fast forward and there were two boys and i watched them go helmet to helmet both mm. boys flat on their back down on the ground so i immediately dropped the camera and the team mom routine and i ran out to the field and identified myself as a chiropractic physician the boy on the other team the opposite team it was not my child but you know my child my our teammate so you look at those kids as your own absolutely absolutely they're injured yeah, uh, Mama Bear comes out. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And the other boy got up, ran off the side of the field. So at that moment, I was really focused on the boy who had not gotten up on our team. And the other coach had met me out on the field. And I said, please don't, you know, I identified myself. And I said, please don't touch him. He needs to be assessed for concussion and spinal injury before you move him. And he said, I think he'll be fine. He needs to get up. And I said, I don't think you heard me. It's it's inappropriate to touch him. I watched the injury, and I want to make sure. Please don't move him until we make sure he's capable of being moved. And he proceeded in front of me, and I was mortified to yank on his arm and lift him up off the field. Yes, and walk him across the field, overriding my physician status, if you will, on the field. And I followed the young boy off and, and assessed him on the sideline. Yes, concussed, no spinal injury. Thank goodness, because right. No, I know. So, yep. 
And I looked at my athletic director who was on the field at the time. And I said, if you don't do something about this, I will. Um, that coach needs to be removed from, from the field. Definitely. He's a danger. Permanently. Right. Because he, he's inappropriate in the way he was treating a child. So it was that event right there that really inspired me to start educating. So I had teamed up with a bunch of my colleagues in the chiropractic profession, and we had put on a program at the time. We're no longer doing it this way, but at the time it was called Power Play in Sports, and we were educating not only doctors, but parents, coaches, and kids on the symptoms to watch for for concussion, what you do when you get a concussion, who should be responsible and how to return a child not only to play, but return to school. And it was interesting, to your point, we did some work with the um, Illinois Development Olympic Committee for some of the kids. And we went in and we educated a lot of the parents and the kids. And they would come up to us afterward and go, you know what, I think my kid's been concussed one, two, three, ten times. And Easy. nobody's diagnosed it. Right. You know, after we reviewed a lot of the symptoms. So unfortunately, even with all the press that concussion does get in the media, I still think it's a very undervalued, um, underlooked condition, especially from the kids up. Right. Like you almost expect it in professional. Well, health. I don't know what they're doing now, but when I was growing up, they were like, oh, you know, just, you know, you know, muscle through it. Right. My right. husband at the age of 16 had a traumatic brain injury. He um, uh, had a they had a head on collision, uh, 70 miles an hour. He went through the window, ended up in a ditch face down. Wow. And so he was in a coma. And uh, when he got back, you know, to doing what he needed to do, no one told him, A, not to drink. Mm -hmm. Big mistake. Mm -hmm. You've seen those Amen Clinic spec scans, right? Underperforming mm -hmm. parts of the brain that aren't getting blood flow. And number two, he was a big soccer player and football player. They didn't tell him not to use his head. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And no, so we have, a, yeah, we have a, a society that's completely uninformed. Yeah. And if you could tell me how many fingers I was holding up and who was the president of the United States, you were fine. Right. You know, mm -hmm. that was the big, yeah, that was the big test. And now we know even, even down to sub concussive hits, it's not always as obvious as what your husband walked through. It, it's all these sub concussive hits that, that can happen where, you know, if the brain shakes within the skull, you can have a concussive activity mm -hmm. and it doesn't even have to be a major event. So it doesn't because the brain is like butter. And your skull is hard. Right. So think about if you took some butter, and we're assuming it's not in the freezer, okay? <laughs> Soft butter. And you throw it against the wall, it's going to go splat, <laughs> right? Now, that's your brain. <laughs> There's the new commercial. Instead of your brain on drugs, it's your I know. I realize that you must be reading my mind. I'm like, that's a great commercial. Maybe it'll help the butter industry in some weird way, I'm sure. I know. <laughs> yeah. They'll sell more butter and more treatment for concussion. So. Oh, my God. That's okay. hilarious. I might just do it. <laughs> you know what? Forgive me. I might just do it. <laughs> Listen, I'll watch. <laughs> I'll, buy, I'll buy your butter. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be organic. <laughs> I, would, I would expect nothing less. Right, right, right. So That's for sure. Yeah, it's it, it it's very fascinating, and and, and I think I do think the good news is is that it it is at least getting some press, right? So we're starting mm -hmm. to create an awareness 
of these injuries. And, and, and as a result of that activity and, and then my desire to help educate people, you know, I take it one step further and now I travel, you know, the country lecturing on pre and post concussion nutrition, the relationship to um, oral health, the relationship to infection, you know, and, and we walk down these different paths that, that patients are very unaware of. And unfortunately, we're now seeing people who 20, 30, 40 years later are still having effects from a concussion that was never really treated properly or even diagnosed properly. Even diagnosed. So, you know, yeah, don't. You know, actually, I was going to say we shouldn't even go there, but let's do it for a second here. I just want to say that if you don't have focus and you don't have um, mental clarity and mental acuity, um, you, you should you should check that out. It's not actually normal. It may be common, but it's not normal. And Correct. it's common because of these uh, mini traumas that were all exposed to daily. And, and I'm just going to say this as an advocate of chiropractic, your body doesn't heal unless the spine is aligned, mm -hmm. period. There, like I can, both of us, right? Uh, we can help with nutrition. We can help in the variety, different ways that we do, um, you know, like I do energy healing, uh, pulse electromagnetic frequencies. I mean, there's a variety of different things of which I do and yourself as well. But the point is, unless the spine's aligned and the communication is getting from the brain to the rest of the body, and that's why the spine needs to be aligned. It needs to go to every organ, tissue, and cell in the body. Unless it's doing that, your body's not going to heal. Go ahead. My rant is over. No, <laughs> listen, that's, that's my song, right? You know, and, and, and the rant goes on. And, and, and to your point, so the alignment is important. The nutrition is important. Gut health is important. You know, it, it, mental health period, right? Self-awareness is important. And when we couple all those things along with the chiropractic adjustment, we excel. Yeah. And you know, talk about what you suggest, and she is not prescribing because she, you are not in her office, okay? But um, what is it that you suggest to people, like generally speaking, to sure. support their brain if they've had a concussion? Sure. Okay. Yeah, there, there, there's some really key things that are super important. One is to hydrate. You know, we, we, we forget about water. Really I don't. I sell water filtration systems. Me too. It's, it's, it's in a mug. but it, Fair enough. Yeah, no, no alcohol, no tea. It is water. This early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, yeah, I have uh, my dandelion tea and the other one, but uh, but filtered water. We sell the water filtration systems here, and I'm just right. making sure people are seeing right. us on Facebook. Go ahead. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> awesome. So you know, hydrate absolutely important. Mm -hmm. um, two is you know the elimination of all of the things that we think make us feel better, right? So we're injured. Let's go get some junk food because you know, mm. right? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the elimination of all of the chemicals, the additives, the food coloring, um, the MSG, the autolyzed yeast extract, right? Like all the junk we need to get back. I mean, we should be eating good food to begin with that, that's organic and grass-fed, et cetera. But certainly post-concussion, we need to clean that up even more. Protein. Well, can I important. just pause this for a minute? I'm actually just posting us in, in the group. But um, uh, I just want to say... If you don't know that the McDonald's French fries are, um, when they're grown, they're sprayed with Monitor. Why? Well, Monitor is a, well, it's a neurotoxin. It's a drug. Um, 
the friend the the potato that they like to use it needs to be very very long so it comes out as a bouquet out of the uh container right yes because it looks pretty that beautiful and red box yes. that beautiful red box and so however the potato which i don't remember which kind it is it doesn't matter is uh subjected to it, it easily gets bruises and so they didn't want to have a blemish on their french fry so they spray this monitor and they got the farmers to do this and then the farmers were guaranteed that they could then uh sell their potato crop to mcdonald's and they're like oh that's a good idea and so then they did that well the people had to go out with hazmat suits to spray it. Right. Hazmat suits. Right. And then to to harvest the crops, it, it, they, also, they also had to wear hazmat suits and they have to gas off, I think, for five to six weeks in a stadium-sized building before they serve it to you. Well, mm -hmm. it's a great business decision. It's a horrible health decision. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the challenge we have, is that there are too many business decisions being made, right, that have a financial impact versus a health decision that can also have a financial impact if done the correct way. Well, you know, it's interesting because um, I, um, I was allergic to 165 different foods, right? And okay. that was part of my health journey. And um, most of it was vegetables. Okay. Okay. So when I lost weight, I was mostly keto, not intentionally. It was just like I did my food sensitivity tests and, you know, like that. Needless to say, I was not growing my own food because I'm allergic to all of it. So we grew for the first time um, here in Marietta. And we grew, well, a variety of things. But the one I'm going to talk about is the potatoes. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I, uh, I'm certified through Life University uh, using essential oils, right? And so, um, and more than just an aromatherapist, it's like how do, all the terpene profiles and um, I use them to nourish the soul, the soil mm -hmm. and the soul, which is mm -hmm. the soil. <laughs> so we ate the potatoes for the first time. Okay. And you did great. It's not that they did great. It's that I don't think I've ever tasted a potato until two days ago. That's fair. That's fair. It was the most delicious mm -hmm. potato I've ever had. There is, there is an obvious difference to the oral palate for what you grow yourself in the backyard, right? Or mm -hmm. Versus what is store-bought. There are so many changes that occur, right, from the fruits and vegetables to make it to your plate if it's gone through a store. They really do. They, they the EMF radiation alone, right? Right. Yeah, it's very scary. And and most of our food is adulterated on some level. And mm -hmm. that's the challenge we have in the health world is, is if we're eating to nourish our bodies, which is the purpose of food, but yet we're consuming chemically altered, adulterated food, how are we nourishing ourselves? And we're not doing it well. It's, it's really true. And, you know, they were easy to grow. Mm -hmm. I, I guess I'm, I'm here with the pregnant pause because I'm like, it's easy. And the only, what I put in the soil, cause I really wanted, and I want you, I'm going to tell you this because I want you to think in terms of, 
what these essential oils do for your body. And of course, they're going to do that for your, for your plants that you grow. Of coconut oil, right? Because it's a carrier oil and it pulled it deep into the roots. And in that coconut oil, I put in oregano. Because okay. if there was a virus or, or unfriendly bacteria. Right. I put in copaiba, which brings harmony. I put in lemon essential oil, which will remove the microplastics in the soil if they're there. And I think the other thing that I put in was lavender and cilantro. And cilantro was for the heavy metals and lavender was for peace, joy, and serenity, right? So, so think about the fact, and you could probably speak to this way better than I, I know I can't. I believe that, I know that our bodies are aligned with plants, like molecularly. And so if we treat the plants the way we would treat our body, I think there's a, a, a homeostasis with that. Do you want to speak to that? Correct. You know, in, in, in real, I think in a, in a simple way, it, it's about how to accept and utilize what comes in, right? So if you think of it from the standpoint of recognition, if the body recognizes something that it's aligned with, it can utilize it better. If now we enter something into the digestive tract that the body doesn't recognize, it's perceived as, let's go there, evil, right? Or it's threat. It's a threat. Correct. So now we have to elevate the innate immune system to foster an attack against that threat, right? Mm -hmm. That evil. And now we start down a cascade of a, a pretty complicated immune system, if you will, that has to figure out how to fight and recognize the good versus the evil, right? Mm -hmm. It's the superhero that has to make that determination. And when it's constantly fighting something that's threatening it, that perceived threat can stimulate what we now refer to as an autoimmune disease as well. So now the body almost doesn't just recognize the threat, it starts to attack other things that it shouldn't be attacking. And that's really the cascade that we run down when we, when we, admit so much negative into the body, now the body starts attacking good things. And that's where we wind up with the Hashimoto's thyroiditis, the um, rheumatoid arthritis, the MS, and the list goes on of all the autoimmune diseases, you know, that, that we discover in our patients every single day because of that assault. And when you really do look at autoimmune disease, and, and, and if you go through the literature, you're not going to see a whole lot of this, but you you know, in our world, we know that it's really the environments that we're, we're feeding, right? We're epigenetics. Feeding it's epigenetics. And so the thing is, is that people go, oh, it's in my genes. I'm going to get and then fill in the blank. And I'm not going to speak it because I don't want to speak it into the universe. Um, I'm all about the words, right? Like, right, <laughs> don't me wanna, too. yeah, don't want to manifest. Mm -hmm. And um, well, anything that's not for our highest good. I, I'm going to tell you. If your parents had a disease, you don't actually have to have it. Correct. All you have to do is modify your behavior, your lifestyle, uh, your environment, meaning filter your water. That's number one, the flow of life. Um, eat responsibly produced foods. It, right. I actually don't think, and you can disagree. You don't actually have to agree with things with me on the, on the show. <laughs> I don't think you have to have certified organic. I think what you have to do is know your farmer, know how they farm their foods, and if they're responsible and they're not doing it and they didn't pay for the certification, that's okay. It is okay, and 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 I do think it's important that people understand that certified organic doesn't necessarily mean chemical free. Right. 
So, so there's a fallacy out there, right? It feels good to buy certified organic mentally, but at the same time, there's still chemicals that are used. There's still exposures that's possible. There's still processing that could, could alter the course of the food and it, and it isn't perfect regardless. So I think your point is very valid is know where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. um, and when it's in your own backyard, you know, well, yeah, and we're buying our meat, um, from, um, uh, Tony Marandino out here in, um, Georgia. And he's, you know, a full-time businessman, but he actually has a cattle farm in Chickamauga. Great. And we went out to his farm and really good practices. Right. So, mm -hmm. and I'm grateful that he's even selling to me. Right. Because <laughs> there's a line. Right. 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 And we do the same. We purchase from, we purchase from a farmer. Actually, we drive quite a few hours to get our beef as well. Mm -hmm. Three hours. Because um, yeah. we trust the source. Right. Mm -hmm. And and we feel good about that. We feel good about supporting that small business and at the same time getting a good quality piece of meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that didn't sound right. Dr. Is that didn't sound right this early in the morning? Would I pay for my meat? I probably yeah, okay. No, you say because I need a good piece of meat. And I... <laughs> Listen, there's nothing wrong with wanting a good piece of meat. No, nope, there's not. <laughs> Healthy not female. Not taking that back. Ah, I, will, I will stand by my statement all day long. You sound funny. For sure. But, um, but that, that comes back to taking care of the brain, right? And it's it's the eating, you know, here's what I think a lot of people forget, right? Is we think about that injury. What do we do post-injury to take care of ourselves? And that's that's essential. But what about taking care of ourselves so that when we are injured, the injury is less severe if and when we do get injured? Mm -hmm. So if we're eating properly prior, right, versus making the change just when that bad thing happens to us, the potential of the severity goes down pretty significantly because, again, the body's equipped to handle those things. You know, I, I, I have this a joke. It's not a joke. But, you know, I say if the body really wasn't that intelligent, we'd all probably be dead by the age of two because of what we're exposed to. Well, and, and yeah, yeah. Easy. And we're exposed to so much. So how is it that some of us can make it to 100 with these exposures? we have to start thinking that way in terms of limiting what we're exposed to so that we can heal better and respond better when and if something does really happen. So, so let's, let's, let's repair the injury before it starts. Yeah. I want to tell you a story about that and we're going to go to a quick commercial and then um, we'll come right back and we're going to talk about when I broke my wrist this year. Okay. Because okay. the, um, the orthopedic couldn't take his eyes off the x-ray. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, be right back. Oh, there we go. Oh, there we go. Hi, I'm Jody Susan, Susan Essentials. I started Susan Essentials in 2015 because of a personal health journey. I was over medicated and put on 19 different medications. And yes, I reversed all my chronic diseases using plant and energy-based healing. It was amazing. At Tucson Essentials, we support both consumers and businesses. And we do that with helping your employees or yourself with a food as medicine mindset. How Tucson Essentials supports businesses and consumers is we teach people about a food as medicine mindset. So we support people on how to support their own immune system, how to support their brain health, how to support their emotional well-being. And we do that all with 
plant and an energy-based healing. Okay, we got one more because we are the female solution. The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Cell Care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Well-Being with Beata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. Okay, we are back and we're going to talk briefly about what you were saying, which is our bodies can really rapid heal. I've always said, like I have a mantra that I teach people, my body's a master healing machine. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's how you ship you, your brain can literally tell your body how to heal. Right. Correct. So, um, I broke my wrist in four places and, um, <laughs> uh, immediately I have all the tools here, right? So I right. get my red light therapy out using that. I used my, uh, Centropics device, pulse electromagnetic frequencies. Um, I applied just about every oil. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Right. right. I'm oiled up. Right. And, um, the next morning, you know, we go to uh, the doctor, right. But the point what and i'm going to do a reader's digest on this um because it'll be in my book and we've got to talk about your book too as well but basically it was a it was a decent break and they um no surgery was required i did not cast it because i was mm -hmm. allergic to those materials so we used a brace and it moved okay mm -hmm. and i went to a different orthopedic afterwards because i didn't like the first orthopedic and he says, well, I, I think that, you know, we would have had to do surgery to have the best possible outcome. I think you're going to have arthritis. And I also think that you're not going to have the mobility that you need to have. Right. And we see, how do you do that? Wait, you go, oh, wait, wait. <laughs> right, so, right. There you go. So anyway, I said to him and he's the um, <clears throat> chief medical officer of the, of this place. I said, well, what exactly? would you do if you were in surgery? Like, tell me exactly. Okay. I said, because I'm going to bring in my spirit guides and have them do it. And when I come back and see you in eight weeks, it'll be done. And he goes, okay. He <laughs> said, well, if you can do that, we're going into business together. I said, nope, we're not. I said, this is just a lesson. I said, this is not so we can do business together. Needless to say, eight weeks later, we came back and was in the position that he asked for. And he, and I said, so are you ready for your message now? Because there was a message for him from the universe. Right. And he says, yes. I go, well, you need to look at me. And he's like this. What is he doing? He's staring at the x-rays because he can't believe his eyes. Mm -hmm. 
And the message was, and I didn't know what the message was going to be until that very moment. Okay. Um, was stop poisoning my children and be, learn about nutrition. Oh, Dr. Cindy. Wow, I sent him your deck. You did? Mm -hmm. On pain. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, I just realized that that was your deck. Oh, that's great. Did he open it? I Yeah, I believe so. And because he is, I said, I told me, I said, I'll send you the deck. Because I go, I just listened to Dr. Cindy Howard teach about all the different ways you can use plants to manage pain. And I said, um, and I said, and that I go, and they don't want you just to learn it. I said, they want you to lead it. And then I looked to my left and he was a chief medical officer for that organization. <laughs> I'm like, oh right. shit, they picked that one out on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> it was your deck. Well, you got to go to the top. I mean, you know, if you wanted to filter that one. So mm -hmm. why not? Right. Yeah. Right. Good job, Jesus. <laughs> I said, good job, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, that's the amazing thing. I mean, we, we, you know, same stories, right? I mean, we've got a million of those, of it, you know, of how fast people heal, of the, the shocking surprise. They're told, you know, they won't be out of a cast for eight to 12 weeks and they're out in three. You know, I mean, the, there's all those great stories because, again, we're facilitating the healing. We're not waiting for it to spontaneously happen which, you know, certainly can, but let's facilitate it. And, and all of the plant-based products are very safe. You know, we're, we're not risking addiction and um, 32 other side effects that lead you down a path of other prescription medications. You know, it's short-term, use them, use them correctly, and they heal. Yeah, I mean, and one of the best pain relievers for me has always been using uh, curcumin with N-acetylcysteine. Mm -hmm. When yeah. you pair the two together, it's like out of the box. Yeah, I mean, cur curcumin is fantastic. Boswell, yeah, fish oils, vitamin D. And actually, those are all the things I use. I mean, it, it's unbelievable. Pancreatic enzymes to facilitate the healing repair. I mean, it's... Talk you know, about the pancreatic enzymes that facil facilitate the, the, the healing. Talk about that if you don't mind. Yeah, so we, we, we use those. We Well, side note, you do have to be... You have to use them the right way. When they're used with food, they work as a digestive aid, which isn't all bad either in order to you know, be able to break down food appropriately so that you can utilize the, the micronutrients that are in our food, which if you think about it, are going to stimulate healing as well. But what it does is it facilitates the repair. So when you're looking at bone healing or, or um, cartilage and stimulating collagen, you want to facilitate just that natural body's healing response and pancreatic enzymes do that. So they can be taken very safely in high doses, which we do typically, like, for instance, if you sprain an ankle, I might tell you to take, you know, 30 or 40 of those three times a day. And again, be in the office before you take that without permission. But um, we'll go real high doses to stimulate that healing repair. We'll pull somebody out of a sprained ankle within 24 to 48 hours, get them adjusted before the swelling sets get the enzymes enzymes in them and we're done. You know, that, that sprain is, is in the past. So the speed at which that works is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, I, that's new to me. So thank you for educating me. <laughs> so, um, you know, now you recently, you published a book, is that right? I, I did. You want to tell did. us about that? I would love to. So the name of the book is called Positively Altered. Finding happiness at the bottom of a chemo bag. 
Wow. Yeah. So back in 2013, I found a swollen lymph node on the left side of my neck and I thought, hmm, that's really weird. I'm not sick. Why do I have a swollen lymph node? And I waited a few days for the illness to show up because I figured my body was fighting something and it never showed up. So I ran a bunch of blood work and it would have scared any practitioner to look at my blood work because there were a lot of markers that were extremely elevated, um, including white blood cells and some inflammation markers that never should be. And I sent myself for a chest x-ray, then a chest CT scan to confirm that there were lymph nodes in, in the left um, neck region, the left chest in my lung fields. <clears throat> Excuse me, I referred myself to the University of Chicago for a biopsy. The biopsy confirmed stage 2B Hodgkin's lymphoma with a positive CD20 marker, which is a an antigen that is, is not real typical in Hodgkin's lymphoma, but just differentiates the, the cells a little bit. So self-diagnosing myself was a pretty interesting thing because, you know, I usually sit on the side of the table where I'm letting other people know what's going on with them, not myself. So it was a very surreal experience. And it was a very interesting experience. Too, I'm, I'm going to pause you. Sure. How does it make you feel to be the one, to trust yourself and be the one, right, to be in control of your own health? So my initial response as you were asking me that question is awesome, right? Because I come with this, this knowledge, this, this education base to feel empowered um, versus weak. Mm -hmm. and, and I don't mean that in a derogatory sense, right? No, not, not derogatory. weakness and not knowing, right? Mm -hmm. but at the same time, also a little scary because I think you do what every practitioner does. You go down that rabbit hole of, oh my goodness, I know too much sometimes. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh right. yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. I know too much, which can be scary. And at the same time, I didn't really have then that practitioner on the other side to count on. I was counting on myself in that moment. So I had to really, I had to step up my game pretty significantly, right? To, to step out and be both the patient and the doctor in that situation for a little bit. And um, it's a great, great question. But, but I did engage other professionals. I was not going to do this by myself. It was oh, I, and I, I'm certain you did, but it's like, you know, cause I also had Hodgkin's lymphoma and it was at the beginning of this year. And, um, I didn't do the same route you did because as a medical intuitive, mm -hmm. um, and working with, I have a friend of mine in Chicago, actually he's in Deerfield, who's a naturopathic doctor and he's a quantum energy healer like myself. And we, you know, I had this big thing going on right here and, um, we both channeled that what it was. And then we did the energy work to get rid of it. Right. We just took a different route. Mm -hmm. Um, and not a lot scares me. Okay. But going to the doctor does mm -hmm. not like you and not like right. Dr. Steven. Right. 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 So I was more willing to bet on me and him mm -hmm. than to go into a doctor's office and have them fill my head with crap mm -hmm. that would almost debilitate me if I went in there. Makes sense. And I think that's where the empowerment comes, right? To, mm -hmm. to, to come with some education, but most importantly, for those that don't have the education prior, get it and ask the questions so that you're there because the decision-making process was, was, actually very painful for me because of the way I believe versus what I actually chose. And I, I confided in a very dear friend who does a lot of oncology out in Tulsa, Oklahoma. 
And I said, okay, I'm packing my bags. Tell me what country, I'm like, I'm going to Germany. I'm going to Mexico. Like, tell me where I'm going. Cause I'm not, I'm not getting care in this country. That was my first comment to him. And he said, unpack your bags. You're going nowhere. And you're going to walk through chemotherapy because you have three little kids that still need you and you need to live. And I said, no, I'm not. I'm not putting that poison in my body. You're crazy. You know, it's not, it's not how I practice. It's not, it's not what I would have ever wanted for myself. Well, you know, a, a lot of, a lot of self-talk, a lot of thinking, a lot of reflection. And what I learned was it was for me the exact right treatment at that time. However, I was going to clean up the mess that they made and I did. So very high doses of IV vitamin C the day before, the day after, the day of. I was popping about 100 pills a day of, of good nutrition that I knew how to do based off my blood work and what I needed. I was eating perfectly and I missed one day of work through six months of treatment because I fell down a flight of stairs, not even because of the chemotherapy. So I went through it beautifully. No vomiting, um, no lost work. Was I perfect? I wasn't perfect. There was some residual effects, but I do believe for me, um, it was it was the right calling. Now, they also wanted to radiate my body after I was done with treatment. And I said, no, thank you, because you're going to give me leukemia, which is the sequela to Hodgkin's 20 years later, because you're going to continue to radiate all my healthy tissue and wind up damaging the good cells that I have just rebuilt after you've destroyed. Right. right. So, and and with your I'm knowledge, doing. you're able to do that. Um what do I want to tell you? I want to tell you that my mindset has changed a little bit, meaning okay. like I could never do that path. Right. My body and would never. And that's okay. Right. Right. So, and that's, that's what I want to say. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Right. So my body would not have survived because I'm the canary in the coal mine. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what I want to say also is that in the past, I would have said, yeah, probably not a good idea. But what I've also learned is, and that's why the mantra is, my body is a master healing machine. Um, I, I think what God tried to, not tried, has shown me, is that we can blend modalities. Now, I could, like, again, I could never do it, like, for me. And you don't need to. But right? for you, it was the right path. Correct. And I think that's really important for people to understand is, and I had doctors tell me to go a different path, right? This, mm -hmm. this was my decision, mm -hmm. which resonated perfectly with my energy where I was confident I was making the right choice for only me. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and that's where I think the message is really, really important for everybody listening. And that is don't apologize for your choices. Thank you. Right? Don't, don't apologize. I'm not going to, I have patients who are appalled by the fact that I walked that chemotherapy route because of the way I practice. But again, that's what I needed to still be here to help all of you. I'm not, I don't know if I would have been here, right? I mean, I've got a great story now. I'm cancer free for nine years and free, not remission, cancer free, right? Mm -hmm. and, and I'm here and I'm healthy and I'm doing great. And I made the right choice and I'm confident in that. But the reason I was confident is because I did the homework. I asked the questions. I made sure it was my choice and my decision, not anybody else's. And I think that's a huge message. I don't care if it's cancer or any other, any other health concern, you know, I'm with you. Don't do it. I mean, because I get so you to do it. here. Here's the, here's the other side. I get judged because I, I, I let God do the work. 
right? And they're like, well, you need to see a doctor. No, I don't. Mm -hmm. For right. me, it's a no, I don't. Right. And, um, and you chose perfectly. For me. Correct. And I chose perfectly. For you. For me. Correct. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and, and that's just it is there's, um, and I love somebody's commenting about leave the country. I wanted to leave the country too. Believe me, I was, I was ready to go to Germany for, you know, six weeks and, 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 and take care of it. I, the person's also saying, he says, I find it uh, very odd that holistic healing methods that work are often not covered by insurance in America. Let me give you something else is odd. The chemicals that are causing these issues are, are banned in those other countries. Correct. Yeah, it, it's not odd when you follow the money trail. And, and it's, it's very interesting because like, and, and I'll share with you a little piece of my journey too. One of the hardest things for me was actually not cancer. I was like, I got this. I'm gonna, you know, this is this is a speed bump. That was my attitude. I was more upset about losing my hair. I didn't want to be bald. So I paid out of pocket thousands of dollars to rent something called a penguin cold cap. I froze my head to minus 32 degrees before I started chemo. I wore it for seven hours following chemo. And the, the, the amount of cold deterred the chemotherapy from attacking the hair follicle, and I never lost my hair. Well, that's a cool thing. So when you looked at me, you didn't think, oh, she must be, right, walking mm -hmm. through cancer because she's a bald woman. Most women choose to not go that direction, right? It, mm -hmm. Right. And I, it, it, not covered by insurance. None of the supplements I took were covered by insurance. The IV therapies were not covered by insurance. The poison they put in my body, covered, covered by, by insurance. insurance. There was big bucks there, but it, it was a choice that, that my health, again, even though I chose that path, cleaning up the mess that they were going to create to help me was so important to me that it didn't matter the dollar amount that became my priority and other things, you know, went by the wayside, you know, you don't need the new outfit or the vacation that year or whatever it is. Well, I mean, when I was disabled, I was, I was disabled for almost four years. Right. And, um, after being over medicated for two decades. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I got rid of cable. I had to be able to afford clean water. So right. I got a water filter in my apartment. By the way, Britta is not a water filter people. Okay. No, it isn't. No, yep. just, it's, it's, yeah. it's just a pretty pitcher that takes out arsenic. Okay. <laughs> just saying, if you want a water filter, call me. Um, and so I got a water filter for the tap and a water filter for my shower. Um, now we do whole house, of course, but that's what I started with. And yeah. I afforded the things that was going to fuel my right. soul and right. I gave right. up all the other stuff. I sold things. I sold whatever I could sell so that I could afford what I needed for my health. Right. It's a priority. And, mm -hmm. and when people say they can't afford it, most, not all, some, some, some truly are struggling, but most just choose not to. And to your point, you restructure what you're spending your money on based on what's most important to you. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that. That's just, Sorry. It's like, it, oh, forgive me. It pisses me off. You know, I mean, it really I don't does. Give it that much energy. What? Don't give it that much energy. I know. Thank you. Give my power away. Yeah, take, well, take, I think take, that's take what it is. I, I, it makes me upset when people give their power away. Right. right? right. And well, so mm -hmm. that, that's one of the mantras really in this story. And that's, that, that, that's really why I published the book, quite frankly, is you know, th there's that cliche of if it helps one person do something a little bit different in their life to better, it was worth it. 
But really bigger than that, it's it, it's not to tell you what to do. The, the book is not a how to do cancer. It's my memoir of my walk through how I did it, how I laughed, how I had fun, how I made choices, how I asked questions, what I learned. And, and the hope there is to empower those that, that just want those same, that have those same goals, right? So that you have the power for your body, your health, your decisions, your life. And don't let anybody else have that from you. You're, you're allowed to stand up and say no. And you're allowed to stand up and say yes, please. And those mm -hmm. are your decisions in health, not anybody else's. We, we as practitioners, and I really do believe this, we are the tools, right? Mm -hmm. We have some of the education and the knowledge and we can give you that. And then you say yes, no, or maybe. Yeah, you know, and I, I want to just say that um, I love where you're coming from on this book, right? Because my book is also, it's partially a how-to, meaning the filtered water, nutrients, clean food, toxic-free living. But I'm never going to tell anybody how to do them. Correct. Ever. Right. <laughs> right? Because sometimes we get it wrong too, right? And, and and you and I are perfect examples of that where some people wouldn't have approved of your choice and lots of people won't have approved of mine. We're both sitting here together having an amazing conversation as a result of both of our choices that were 100% correct at the time for both of us. Right. And um, what do I want to say? I want to just say that... Um, we're all uniquely different and we all have different gifts and we all have different journeys. And these journeys are here to help someone else along the way. And so uh, like next week's show, um, which is the day before my birthday, I turned 60. Happy birthday. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And you know, it was interesting. I was at a, a networking meeting and the woman who was also celebrating an October birthday is turning 45. And she kind of looked sad about it. And I said, well, consider the alternative. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right. Right. Well, welcome each year as it comes for sure. So we, um, we, we just, we have the um, opportunity to live life on our own terms and live life on purpose and with intention. And, the power comes, and I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say the empowerment comes, the self-empowerment comes when we choose for ourselves, not based upon someone else's belief system about what it is that we're supposed to do. We have to define that for ourselves. And that's where, you know, for my book, it's emotional healing through toxic free living. And we can emotionally heal and, uh, and have the peace and the love and the joy uh, when we choose for ourselves and stop living for someone else. Live your own life. You don't have to live someone else's life. It's tough enough to live your own. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Correct. I, yeah. Yeah. That responsibility is pretty big and, and usually unsuccessful when you do it that way. Well, it's hilarious. I mean, I, I have someone close to me who finally broke that habit. You know, I'm like, really? Because, like, that's a lot to take on. <laughs> we're, we're a big project just by ourselves. So, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm still working and excelling on my choices. 
you know. Amen. How do people get your book, Dr. Sidney? Yeah, so it's on Amazon. So you can either just, you know, Google Dr. Sidney Howard or Positively Altered, even just that part of the title, Finding Happiness at the Bottom of a Chemo Bag, and I'll come up on Amazon. You can get it hardcover, softcover, uh, Kindle, and actually the audio is going to be out probably in a couple weeks. I just finished that up and I recorded that myself because I love to speak and um, I hope that that'll uh, encourage others to, to do the same. So you can get it on audio if you're not a you know hardcover reader. Oh, there you go. That's, yeah, that's so, it, the orange cover. That's so me. I'm going to take us to that real quick. Um, positively altered, finding happiness at the bottom of a chemo bag. Yeah, so my book is also going to be, you know, audio, Kindle, hardcover, paperback. Right. Um, and um, I want to bring on Dr. Bab so you two can meet. Because uh, okay. we're going to transition a little bit here. And right. uh, But if you, um, what I want to do is I'm going to put this link in the thread. Okay. And so if you want to get this book. Um, well, sorry, I'm cutting off your face there. Um, but that's where you, there you go. Rise up there, girlfriend. Rise up. <laughs> you know, as we get shorter, we have to stand a little taller, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's a fallacy too. I don't think we actually get shorter. I think that's because we don't fill our body with nutrients and our water supply um, is pulling out the minerals because of the glyphosate. And then, um, oh, don't even get me started. I mean, it's because we don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And let me bring on Dr. Bab, um, and y'all can meet. So Dr. Bab is here in Georgia, and Dr. Cindy is in Chicago. Here we go. Hello. Hi, beautiful. Nice to meet you. Yes, I, I'm really amazed by your journey. Thank you so much for writing your book. And oh, I totally admire all the work that you do. <laughs> Well, thank you. You know what? It's a fun journey when you look at it, you know, with open eyes and welcome every challenge. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's um, so exciting to have you both here on the show. And, um, you know, it's, um, so you were listening to the first part. Is that it, Dr. Ben? I was. Okay. I enjoyed every bit of it. Both of you make such an <laughs> educators, but, you know, very engaging. Oh, well, thank you. And you're, you're such a joy. And I, I honestly, I'm, um, I'm just going to put this out there. I feel like we uh, need to allocate the full two hours for all three of us together. Cause, um, and we can do that later on in the year when maybe our, our schedule, you know, your schedules, but I always, I'm always here for two hours. <laughs> um, so we typically don't split the shows like this, but I know that you guys are ladies are both very, you know, you're in high demand. Um, and so it was really important to me to have you both on. I'm like, well, you know, let's see how we can, can, uh, support having each one of you on for just, you know, the one hour, but there's so much information for you to share and you're both wealth of information. So, um, I think, um, we would, you know, have fun. <laughs> We, we can do another party on a Tuesday as long as we book it out. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm booking, I think, um, November and December now. So, well, I'll, you know, I'll touch base with you on that. Right. And um, uh, Dr. Cindy, um, yeah, I'm going to be in Chicago tomorrow. <laughs> so, uh -huh. so I'm going to send you some information about um, uh, 
a 645 date because there's about 12 okay. of us and there's all healers, not all healers, many healers and all holistic and I'll send you the information. Great. So Great. if you can make it awesome, if you can, I understand it's last minute. Um, but my husband and I are going in for uh, neuro linguistic programming training oh, for five days. Mm -hmm. Great. Great. Yeah. I mean, that's NLP is like, so, you know, so let me just say this. <laughs> so, you know, as a quantum energy healer, you know, I access the sub uh, consciousness and I also access the subconscious mind, right? NLP is the corporate version of that. <laughs> so all that's doing is allowing me to serve the corporations. I'm like, okay, thank you. So, you know, sometimes it's just a relabel that helps. Yeah. Reframe. I reframe things all the time, right? <laughs> so um, I just want to say thank you, Dr. Cindy, for being here. You, I actually don't have words, but you're just a breath of fresh air. And um, I'm so grateful that I tuned in to your, your um, presentation. Uh, was it Emerson or was it full script? At no, it was, it was full script. It's now one company. Right. So it was, yes, it's now full script. Yep, which is an online dispensary. I sit on their medical advisory board. So, so and I and I distribute, right? So I'm right. one of the practitioners, and um, and I love Full Script. And they're actually, I can't believe I'm saying this because uh, I loved Emerson, but they're way better. Well, you've got the best of you know all that they have to offer now. So you know they're elevating their game for sure. It's oh my gosh! But yeah. we'll we'll talk about that later. But okay, in, in any case, you know. Um, Supplements are available to you that are not on Amazon, okay? And they're, shouldn't be. And shouldn't be, because they can yes. get adulterated while they're sitting in that that warehouse, people. Correct. Yes. Yeah, stay off Amazon. Use you use your your practitioners and their online dispensaries to purchase your products to make sure you're getting good quality and from the right manufacturer. Right. It's very important. Yeah, and and the big thing is, I mean, I know y'all don't are like probably have rose colored glasses on like I did. You people go into that stuff when sitting on the shelves and they take it out and they fill it up with something else. They do manufacture labels. I mean, the stories are not great. So yeah. Yeah. Buy from your trusted professionals, please. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, we will touch base later today. I'll send you a message to get you up to date and then we'll do a, a, a follow-up show. Sounds, Sounds good? great. All I right. love it. Thank, thank you for having me. Thanks for everybody listening. And I know the two of you are going to have fun the next hour, so enjoy. Thank right, you. Take care. Take Bye. care. Bye. Bye. So, and then uh, Dr. Babs, if you would kindly put your contact information in the private chat, we'll get uh, everybody an easy way. By the way, you look absolutely oh, thank you. brilliantly beautiful and delightful. And that's the thing about you. So when I get to see you in person here in Georgia, yeah. um, you shine. Oh, oh, well, thank you. Thank you so much. And you know, I love your hair. I always say it. I admire. It's just so rich. That just shows that the water you're drinking is definitely serving you. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't washed, washed it for days, actually. It's so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, uh, it does. Yeah, um, I, I I wash it like once every three or four days, but it's with filtered water, and so that has a huge impact, as you know, on your skin health, your your everything. So, 
so tell us why. So you're a medical doctor, right? And, but you shifted to holistic. This is, this has got to be a story, man. Let's. Yes, yes, yes. Still a medical doctor, but just practicing whole person medicine, not isolating and just diagnosing and putting a medication to go with it, getting more to the root cause. And what had, did you always intend on doing that or did you shift afterwards or what happened? Yes, yeah, a great question. You know, I, when I reflect back on my journey, I've always had a tendency towards preventative. I've always had that mindset because again, to your point, I love the conversation you and Dr. Cindy had, the body is capable of so much more. It's so unique. I just admire, and that's why I became a doctor because it was just such a mystery how our body, you know, the organs, how it moves. And so I always wanted to be a doctor to care for people. And then when I got into medical school and all I was taught was disease and how to treat it. And where is, how can we prevent it? That was my question all the time. And when I learned that background, I did a bit of that during my practice. I did group visits for diabetes because I'm a strong advocate of education. When we know better, we do better. And so if you know the root cause of a problem, we can avoid the medications. I mean, there's a place for medications, but how about that not being the first first thing you look into? What about the root cause? So I've always had the tendency to be preventative, but unfortunately, because of the way we're trained, very slowly, you gradually become, you know, the individual that 15, 20 minutes, you don't have enough time to get to the root cause. You've diagnosed, let's go ahead and give you a prescription. And it's gotten worse. I mean, sometimes the doctors are only allowed in there for five minutes. Uh, the, the nurse practitioner or, you know, let's say the, um, whatever their, you know, their, um, title is, they're gathering all the information. It then gets relayed and the doctor's in there for five minutes, gives a pill and they're done. That's right. And, and I, and I want to show people this screen if they're listening on Podbean versus, um, uh, let me just do this. Hold on. Um, okay. So, um, look at these, look, look, look at these alliances. I mean, lifestyle medicine, lifestyle, all, I mean, uh, you're, you are, I mean, you are a champion for health and for not following the crowd and for leading not only yourself, um, in a way that allows you to rise up, but leading others. Yes. And, and that's, that's phenomenal. Thank you. Yes. It, it all came from personal journey. And I realized that, you know, if I'm not getting it in the current state that I'm in, I'm going to have to get that ad additional training, which I'm so grateful that the American College of Lifestyle Medicine has this wealth of information and in how to treat our bodies with food. You mentioned it in your earlier um, session, food is medicine. And that really was the key. So even when I strayed away from my preventative side and I felt ill and wanted to heal back, you know, being on three blood pressure medicines, I realized if I didn't get to the root cause of a problem, which was stress, mm -hmm. or not caring for myself adequately, eating, feeding on food as my emotional support, took ill, blood pressure high, 220 over 120, I would have had a stroke if I didn't take the medication at that point in time, had two little babies. But then the medication didn't stop. It just kept increasing. My situation didn't get better. 
I slowly phased out of that to learn personally, how can I treat my body? How can I heal it? Sometimes people feel it's too late, but it's never too late because I was able to get off those three blood pressure medicines. Honey, I got you beat. I'm sorry. I was on 19 drugs. <laughs> my that's easy. And I do feel, I really feel so much empathy when my patients come and they're multiple. We feel this, we feel this. And I said, don't you want to get up one or two of these? I had a young guy come to me. He was barely 24. He was on three, I think he was going, asking for his fourth blood pressure medicine. I said, what are we going to do about this? He said, how about give me a fourth one? I said, how about this? Look at your nutrition. I know, I was shocked. So unfortunately, it's the culture, and that's why I love the show that you do, because you're you're speaking out, you're sharing your testimony, and I'm just so glad to be able to connect with you, because people need to hear that the medication doesn't have to be their band-aid, right? There are other choices. Needless to say, this patient listened, and he was able to get a, two of those medicines and was left with one. So the whole culture now for doctors that are learning the other side of medicine, which is to heal their body as food and lifestyle, we are equipping patients to take a look inside life habits, behaviors. How can we, you know, transform that to heal the body? And and it's been it's phenomenal. And I'm hoping that this will continue to grow as we have more people like you, like me, speaking out. Doctors are shifting because they're not happy just prescribing a pill. They really are not. Well, so did you hear that conversation I had with the chief medical officer at the orthopedic center? You know, um, first of all, how God chose him. No idea, right? I mean that that was clearly a god job because I don't I didn't know any doctors out here. I am new from you know the uh, Chicago land area, yeah. and um, I, I honestly just looked at um, um, in, you know profiles online and channeled like ask God where do you want me to go, right? Yeah, and he uh, I ended up with the chief medical officer, and he is spiritual, and he knows that what he's doing was not in alignment with his spirituality and he knew he was poisoning our children and he needed to be called on it. And one of the things that I didn't mention is the other part of the message. I said, by the way, I, maybe I'm your first message. I don't know. And I, I'm here and I was, I said, if you don't do this, it's almost like you're going to get a spiritual two by four. <laughs> I said, that is going to come hitting you if you don't make these changes, yeah, right? Because God's not willing to have people poison his children anymore. Oh, no, not at all. I mean, the scripture says he wants us to be in good health, even as our spirit is in good health, right? So mm -hmm. he wants that whole person treatment. So as your spirit is in good health, your body, your mind, all of that is important. You can't separate it. So I'm, I'm glad that you spoke out. And, and that's what, when my patients tell me, oh, I'm sorry, I'm asking too many questions. I'm sorry, I'm asking for alternatives. I'm like, that is what I want you to do. I want you to inquire. I don't want you to just sit back and just take anything that, you know, your doctor prescribes to you. You want to be informed. Well, so we're taught as kids, Dr. Babb, to be seen and not heard. That's right. That's true. That's damaging. It is, it is. So if we're told not to ask questions, mm. how are we supposed to make an informed choice? I know. Well, I'm 
my guess is that's because the generation before us that was just what they they only know they can only teach us what they know right what they knew my mom would say kids are supposed to be seen and heard that was what she knew and mm -hmm. you'll be amazed she has since mentioned because she coming from nigeria i'm originally from nigeria you know she's vacationed with us and she sees my kids my kids do not take anything sitting down they question everything love it they question everything and so my mom tells them kids are supposed to be seen and they question her but you know she has actually realized that we're doing a disjustice to then that time where you tell people to be seen and not heard so she's actually excellent with it now she has mentioned to me i apologize i'm the oldest of four and i've heard that quite a bit i apologize for any way i might have raised you that was just the way i learned it and she's right we don't want to make our parents wrong for how they did these that. things right yeah so but people are this people is changing now they're speaking up what they need to change though is talking to their doctor of course respectfully but let them know another side let them understand the root cause let them see how they, they don't live in your body they know you know yourself best so that is what this message is please advocate for yourself ask the question do not be afraid your medical doctors yes have a training but they don't know everything they don't live in your body you know yourself please ask questions do not be afraid and if your doctor doesn't listen to you that's not the right doctor for you i say that loud and clear i wouldn't want to go to a doctor that will listen to me and listen to my complaints. So I, Absolutely, I, I, and I'm looking down here because we got some questions and I can't yeah, see who the awesome. person is. So um, Charles Key says, can you speak about integrative medicine and how the mind-body connection is considered in treating disease? Oh yes, great question. Thank you for that question. So when we talk about mind-body connection, oh, I love this. Me so too, it's my favorite thing. <laughs> And this is all additional training that I got and experiencing it that I can speak so boldly about it. So the mind, I mean, when we talk about the brain, the brain house, the gut, we actually call it the, the, the core house. That is where all these hormones and neurotransmitters are all created. They're mm -hmm. all formed in there. But how do they get formed? They have to be formed with good bacteria. So we have a good bacteria, we have the bad bacteria, which we call the microbiome, mm -hmm. right? So just a house of, you know, bacteria. Initially when I heard we have bacteria in the gods, I was like, what do you mean by that? But we have trillions and they all do, they all have an assignment. So if you feed it- They have their marching orders, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Order. If you feed it properly, it's just like in the, in the field. If you have your soldiers and you feed them good food, then they're ready for battle. They will defend everyone. That's the same thing. So if we eat nourishing foods, right? So our plants, uh, our, our lagoons, our fruits, veggies, all those healthy things, the good bacteria is happy and it's ready to defend us. So we have things like serotonin, which is a good hormone that is created there. And with the brain, they're all connected. You feel good, you feel happy, you know, so it's all connected. And then of course you have all the hormones the insulin, all those things, they interconnect with the brain. So if your gut is happy, needless to say, your brain also will be happy. So it's not just putting the medication, because unfortunately the medications, when you put it, they, they shut lip, they have side effects. Well, they're actually disrupting your hormones, right? Yeah. So yeah, your hormones exactly. aren't, it, here's one of the things, you know, it, it just like dawned on me that, so when we are taking medication, the medication, is let's say running the show, right? It's telling the hormones what to do or yeah. telling some, some part of your body what to do, right? 
And then your body stops thinking on its own. So we're actually training the body and we're disempowering the body. Yeah. And then the body doesn't know how to do what it's supposed to innately know how to do. And so when you get off these medications, I'm not telling you to do that, just saying, <laughs> but if you choose this, you also have to give your body time to relearn what it's innately supposed to do. And it takes time. Yes, yes. I mean, and that's why to my point, it's really, I, I, I empower my patients and tell them, if you have congestive heart failure, if you have an renal stage disease, there is a place, unfortunately, I, I hope that we wouldn't get there. That's why I'm more preventative. But if you are there, don't use the medication as your sole answer because it will have side effects with antidepressants. When they go into the GI, you, you stress something very important. It actually tells your body not to create serotonin. Mm -hmm. So you are disinvitting your own natural serotonin. And after a while, it just doesn't even create any at all. So you can actually stimulate those good hormones, all those things that will make you feel good, whether it's your endorphins, true exercise, whether it's your serotonin, your dopamine, all those things that you're relying on medication, you can actually supply those if your body is nourished in the right way. So we need to be attentive to how long we're on medication mm. and to get to the root cause. I, my analogy is if the roof is licking and you don't repair the roof, what happens? You just keep mopping the ground. It doesn't make any difference. You, you can all. actually get a flood. You know, um, I haven't really spoke about this on the podcast yet, um, okay. but I wanted, I feel like this is the time. Okay. So there's a patch out um that i started using and i'm going to pull it out um and there's a variety of different things like freedom which is for pain okay sleep happiness what is in the sleep i look lava it's purple right so it has it's purple lavender, right mm -hmm. it has and i used the purple patch last night Okay. Because I was struggling. I was a little hyper at night last night. Okay. And then I woke up this morning and I'm like, I just don't have energy. I'm like, oh, need to take that patch off. <laughs> you were too relaxed. <laughs> oh, I, I was. Yeah. But the, there's a freedom patch, which is for pain. Another one, which is for liberty. But here's what's really interesting, and my favorite one here, which is um, peace, right? Okay, For serenity, nice. happiness, joy, all that. Nice. It doesn't have any ingredients. It's a neuro patch. It's a neuro patch. It's sending a signal yes. to the brain about what it's supposed to do and how to do it. Right. Okay. Right. And what we did, my husband. Um, there's also a kick it patch, which is for addictions. Okay. And my husband, um, look, we all have addictions, maybe not to alcohol or drugs, but we may have an addiction to a particular behavior that doesn't serve us. Yes. That was his, by the way. I did too. Don't get me wrong, but we're oh, going to yeah. talk about him. <laughs> so he had a behavior that wasn't serving him. And spirit came to me and said, slap that patch on. <laughs> like, boom. 
So we slapped the kick it patch on, but that's not where I stopped. Stopped. Okay. I paired it with sound frequency that does a reset on the neural network of the brain, setting it back to baseline. Right. And so if there's a interference in your brain health, it'll remove that interference. And then the patch is sending the right signal that you actually do need. And not only did he kick that behavior, it didn't come back because we paired it with sound frequency. Right, 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 right. And so we had, I, I'm start, I, look, I only started using these patches a few months ago. And typically I like to really use things for a while yeah. before I start maybe offering them as a solution. This mm -hmm. is undeniable. That's great. Um, peace. The we can see a change in nanoseconds when somebody has a balance issue, and right. you you know first you muscle test them, you you know like whatever you put the patch on, you can't you can't get them to get off balance. That's fantastic. It that really is, and I'm 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 starting to really embrace it. And when you were talking about the signals, right? Yeah. And I'm like. I feel like it's time to really let people know there's something out there has zero ingredients. So you can't be sensitive to it, mm -hmm. you know, cause coming from a, a background of having 165 food sensitivities, I'm, I'm. Yeah. And a lot of people are sensitive. They are sensitive even to the medications they're taking. They are, but unfortunately without knowing that there are other options, they don't understand like that great question about the, you know, the mind brain connection, the brain is like our second stomach. They're all connected. They just rely solely on medication and not getting to other things that can heal the body naturally. So I'm glad that you, you mentioned it. I definitely will inquire more about what, you know, the piece and the kick out because it, it's important for people to know that they have options. And well, and I think so it can be a great way and I can't, I can't do that, but you can. You know, you can help people, um, you know, I'm, I'm not a doctor, I'm a health practitioner, but I don't have that MD. And so I can't help people get off medications. You can't, you know, if it's for their highest good. Right. And, um, it just occurred to me now, I'm like, holy cow, like this could be an, a great solution, um, you know, for an MD like yourself that is so well versed in all health options. I mean, look, you're, you're a walking almanac. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I, my whole goal, again, because I've lived it, I know there is tons of research that shares the information about diabetes reversion, prevention. And, you know, when I, when I approach a patient, I, I ask them, do you want this to be managed or do you want this to be treated? If you want it to be treated, it is possible. But again, well, you know, I reversed mine. Yes, I, I, I follow your story. I know you have. And then that's fantastic. It's possible. But, you know, people just need, it takes time, I will say, but people need to be patient with the body uh, again. But they also have to do the work. But you see, I've learned that a lot of times we tell patients or clients, well, lose weight, exercise, eat well. But we don't provide the skill. And that's where I'm different. I provide the skill. Because, you know, we naturally want to just do what is easy, what is fast. And the medication, pop a pill, it's going to do all the work. But when you provide people with the tool set, the skill, how do you do this? 
then they're like, okay, yes, this is possible in this busy life that I have. My kids, my husband, my work. You show them how to do it step by step with the, in terms of how to cook a, a, you know, a veggie meal. I've had patients tell me I don't eat veggies because I don't have time. It's difficult to make. But the moment I explain and incorporate how you can have some bell peppers for snacks and other things, then all of a sudden. You take a bite food. out of a bell pepper like you would an apple. Yeah, yeah, we just haven't been taught, and it's about shifting mindset. Right, it's shifting mindset and knowing how to do it. So providing the skill, and that's what has, I, in my practice, I've seen has made the difference. So it's not that people don't want to; it's just they're busy and they can't figure it out. But when you share how you can use food as medicine, how you can embed those three servings minimum, I say, of veggies and your fruits, it makes a world of difference. So that's how you can treat disease. To answer the question, when you have that connection, your gut is healthy, then your brain is healthy, right? They say dementia is diabetes of the brain. It is. Unfortunately, with diabetes, is insulin resistant. The body is inflamed. And naturally, the brain will be inflamed. And all the other pillars of health that I want to mention here, sleep is also important. Huge. Sleeping well, your body is healing naturally. It's regulating your hormones. You're not overeating. So there are tons that I can speak of today. But all of that, the beauty of it is that it prevents, it treats, and it can reverse chronic diseases. Well, and I want to mention one other really important thing, and that I want to speak a little bit more about the mind. Okay. Yes. Um, as somebody who accesses consciousness and teaches about mindset and shifting mindset, which is the other group that we're in, uh, that this is airing in, it's shifting mindset to reclaim your health. Right. Um, which I, I believe that's why I was able to reclaim my health. I was willing to look outside the box and play in what's called, I call the DKDK zone. I was willing to play in the zone of, I don't know what I don't know. And I'm willing to actually listen to somebody else right. who knows more and different than what I know. And my father always told me as a young girl in business mm -hmm. and in life, yeah. surround yourself with people who know more than you or know different than you. Right. Because yeah. you don't want, you don't want people mimicking like and being yes people, right? You want people who are going to disrupt. So with that being said, mm -hmm. I have a story to tell. So it was in um, May of last year, I went to go train. I, I've been training under Dr. Josh Axe um, for many, many years. Okay. And I went to go meet him in person at his leadership conference, which didn't turn out as I would hope. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is an interesting story. And it, the <laughs> ending is good. Okay, so listen, listen for this ending, peeps. So my purpose, there was an opportunity to join his leadership uh, okay. uh, team, not leadership team, his leadership group. Okay. Now, for me to decide to invest that kind of money, okay, I wanted to know whether or not his team liked or even as would not necessarily endorse. I wasn't looking for an endorsement. Do you understand this concept? And uh, can you guide me in this group and how to bring it to the world? Mm. And the concept was the place of peace. And the place of peace is a multimodal approach using 
um, a variety of different frequencies from different devices that does a reset on the neural network of the brain, bringing it back down to the to baseline, aligning the body with the Schumann resonance, and bringing in different plant-based um, essential oils that um, takes the brain out of fight or flight and brings in peace, place of peace. Right. He wouldn't hear of it. He wouldn't experience it for 10 minutes. He wouldn't talk to me about it. And I'm like, so if, if I just drove all the way from Georgia to Tennessee, and you're not going to talk to me or listen or experience it. Why would I invest my money to your group? Right. And so I actually asked for my money back and he gave it to me. Okay. Now we all know that we don't know what someone else is going through. Right. Mm -hmm. We don't walk in other people's shoes. Yeah, absolutely. So a uh, 30 days ago, Dr. Josh X gets on YouTube. Did you, have you seen this yet? What happened no. to him? No, I haven't seen, I, I mean, I do follow his work, but I haven't in a while. So are you saying 30 days ago there was a, there was, oh, uh, did he speak about what you shared with him is what, where you're going to with this? <laughs> Close. What he did okay. is he had his own health journey and he almost died. Oh, really? And he got up and he said, and I'm not going to go into his health journey, but you should look it up on YouTube if you okay, want to see, okay? okay? Okay, But this is what he said that was so transformational. He says, I'm going to tell you something. He says, I've always said that nutrition, he goes, I've been preaching this for years. Nutrition is the most important thing that you can do. And he's, he goes, I'm here to tell you that's not true. He says, the most important thing you can do is shift your mindset. Mm. He says, okay. because if I listened to these doctors, I wouldn't be sitting here right now. He mm. says, I literally shifted my mindset and healed my own body. You can actually take your brain and ask it to heal the body part. And it works. And he got up there and said so. Now, Joe Dispenza has said this. He's a chiropractor. But what I'm saying is, and I'm not saying just like give up and not take your nutrition. And he's not saying that either. Right, right. No one's saying that. What we're saying is you are powerful. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a lot that you said in there that I want to unpack. It is so important. So with my program, I start with a mindset. I truly do. Because, you know, as the mind thinketh, that's how we are. That's just it. That's scripture. And, I, you know, I'm a faith-based medical doctor because I believe on the word of God. Me too. Nutrition, you know, we say 80% of it, 20 is diet, but really it's the foundation. So I don't even want to put a number to it. But you could be eating well. And unfortunately, if your mind, if your mind is... It's just not in the right place. Your food is not absorbent because food is, is life. It's energy, mm -hmm. right? So if your mind is just an anger or resentment and all those other things, that it's, it's just not going to really defeat in the hope of. So I really agree with that. I do. That people need to shift their mindset. So when I start my programs or when patients come to me, I want them to feel empowered. I want them to love on themselves. I want them to appreciate what the body can do. I mean, fine, you might have the wrinkles, you might have the stretch marks, but what is your body capable of doing? If you live in despair and hate, 
and all the others don't work. So I like that you said that, and I would definitely look that up, and I and I do agree. And I'll but send it to you. Um, if I, I'll see if I can find it. Um, but it's he's you know, and the thing is, and I posted on there, and I said, Doctor X, this is what I was trying to tell you. Did he and respond? He has not. Um, I'm probably going to take that link and send it direct to him. Okay. I have his email and, um, and say, look, this is what I was trying to tell you. But what I also understand is I was not supposed to interfere with his journey. He had to find this out for himself. Yeah. 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 And, That's and right. Yeah, we do need to be patient with each other because everybody, as you said, mm -hmm. we're all on a different journey and we have to get to that place where we understand it because nobody can do it for us. I mean, they say you take a horse to the river, you can't make it drink. Right. So we all have to. I mean, you get the resource, you get the information and then you have to digest it and see how it applies to you. So I, I, I love that you said that. It, you Thank know, you. Thank you. And I will just say that he. Like he's a brilliant mind. I've studied under him since 2014. And so it's almost 10 years and he's a brilliant mind. And he, I drove up to learn leadership. Now I studied leadership for 40. <laughs> I've been wow. studying leadership since I was 19. Okay. So he didn't teach me anything. And I was looking for him to show me something that maybe I didn't know. And the reason he couldn't teach me anything is because he didn't have the journey yet. And yeah. now you should yeah. hear him go. Like I'm like, beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And that's why for me, I have that journey. You know, I have doctors that say, well, this is all I've learned. Just take the medication. That's what I went to school for. Yeah. But I have had the journey. I've seen me, my life. I've been able to reverse high blood pressure because I was overly stressed, fight or flight mode continuously 24 seven. I was able to reverse that. I actually wrote a book that year when I was going through so much and it was journaling. You know, when you journal, you take yourself from the sympathetic mode to the parasympathetic mode. You live in a world of gratitude, even in the midst of chaos. You pick things because that puts, increases your, your natural dopamine gratitude. And oh my goodness, the world just changed around me. Blood pressure finally dropped, you know, so there is power. So yes, we do have to live it to, to understand it. And I hope that as more people, you know, bold enough to live it, that they will share the story and let people know that we're not doomed by our genetics. We're not. And studies now show that genetics is really two to three, but I mean, 20, I would say 20 to 30%, not what we thought. Maybe. Yeah. Right. Maybe. If at all 20. Yeah. Right. The issue is the environment. And that's why you talk about water. Epigenetics. Yep. Yeah. And the lifestyle. That is what majority and my, my knowledge is that if you have the gun, it's loaded with the genes, but somebody has to pull the trigger with the lifestyle and the environment. So that's just what we need to understand. I'm so passionate about families because again, in my home, we've been able to heal out of chronic diseases and it's important. The foods that we're eating, <laughs> the activities, kids are not sleeping anymore <laughs> because there's just so much information on the internet. So yes, yeah, thank you for sharing that book. It was amazing. It saved my life. I had people from Amazon say they read it and it gave them hope, but it gave me hope that, you know, I can actually move to the next level of my journey without being stuck. And a lot of times we're stuck and we don't know 
that it's causing the blood pressure problems. It's causing the, the sleepless nights. And we, we just need to learn how to move from the fight or flight mode into... Well, well, let me ask you a question. How did you do that? Because I, you know, blood pressure is stress, right? It's being told to be seen and not heard. How did you shift that yourself? Yeah, so thank you for asking that question. So the way I shifted it, it was really, you have to be still and get into the root cause of the problem. My root cause was stress and emotional eating. I had to learn not to rely on food as as my healing process. Mm -hmm. And when I say emotional healing, unfortunately, when we say we eat food for pleasure, what does our brain want as a reward? The unhealthy processed foods, the high sugar, the preservatives, the processed foods. And that was what I was eating. So well, was, you know about the bliss point, right? Are you familiar with the bliss point? Yes, 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 yes. So, yes. And that, and you know, and even though I, you know, I grew up eating veggies, I love veggies. I will still eat that, but I will still eat my big cake. I will still eat my. Do you know I don't even think of cake? Oh, well, that's good. It's not even, I see it. And when I was on my journey, I imprinted like a skull and crossbones. So I use imagery and I imprinted skull and crossbones on the store brought cakes. Um, I do make my own cake out of coconut and Fagla wants to come up here and talk to you. Um, so I'm, I'm going to share this and I'll go downstairs and you can continue sharing and I'll bring her up because she, you know, she's also an intuitive and a healer, my, nice. my bird. Um, but I put a skull and crossbones on these cakes and I, I just don't even like it. It's kind of repelling to me, all that sugar. Um, and it doesn't make me feel good, but the cakes that I make are made with almond and coconut flour, um, you know, real, real fruits in the case right. of banana real cake, food. real, real food. food, right? Yeah, which unfortunately is not what we get in our, in our pastries, right? It's all fake food, it's junk food, it's engineered food. Bioengineered <laughs> ingredient is the new terminology. I don't know if you saw my, my video, that I did, I did it a year ago, but I just published it. I'm at Whole Foods and I'm taking my phone out, right? And I'm looking, I feel like pie. And I'm taking out phone, I said, because I go, honey, it's a, you know, it's in Whole Foods, right? And it says how it's all clean, organic and whole. And it goes, bioengineered ingredient. I'm like, uh, what they say on the wall and what's in the fine print? are two different yeah, things. Yeah, I mean, that's why we have to be label readers. I have a video on my YouTube channel about being label readers and I have to empower my kids because when you share this, they think, oh, you're just making a big deal about it. But anyway, I had to learn how to, even though I was a sweet tooth, grew up a sweet tooth, how to eat nourishing foods, whatever it was that I liked and enjoyed, replace the ingredients with real food that is nourishing for my body. And that really was where it got started. I was able to get off the foods that were not nourishing me and then learning how to de-stress, going for walks. It was just daily walks I did, lost the weight gradually mm -hmm. and healed my mind. You know, we, again, because of my personality, I, I say that I'm a high achiever. I wanted everything done the right way, the same way every day. And that was stressing me out. And I was in a high level of cortisol and high level of cortisol preventing me from sleeping. That was just a havoc, uh, you know, cussing. My arteries were always tense, wasn't relaxed. 
but the journaling helped me relax. Going on those cool walks helped me, you know, cool my mind. So th those are the things I did. And gradually I was able to get off the medication. Now to anyone listening, again, um, I'm going to let you carry stuff. on with that. I'm going to yeah. get Fagel up here. And, okay. Um, and so for everyone listening, again, you want to make sure that we're not advocating for you to get off of your medicine on your own. I did it on my own. I it was with my doctor that we had a conversation. What will be the best thing for me to do? My blood pressure had improved. It had reversed. Then I got off. There are periods where you would need it, but you want to remember that that is not the sole treatment. You want to get to the treatment, which is the root cause of whatever is leading to your chronic disease. So if it is diabetes, what is causing the insulin resistance? Is it the food you're eating? Is it lack of exercise? Is it lack of sleep? Because these are all the healthy habits that we talk about. Sometimes even social connection. If, you, if you're missing that, there are studies that have shown social connection is one of those things that actually make us live longer and makes us live healthy and longer social connections if that's the root cause when you treat that then you will see the symptoms resolve because that's the thing is the symptoms is just the manifestation oh look at beautiful <laughs> beautiful beautiful and i love the colors nice. yeah she's Great. she's a little dolly Say hi, Fagala, to Dr. Bab. Are you going to do a little? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, back to you. Hi, back to you. <laughs> yeah, so I was just saying, you know, those pillars that I talk about, the nutrition, the physical movement, social connection. So, so yeah, I heard the social connection coming up the stairs. And yeah. social connection is so key. Um, we need to be hugged. We need to be touched. Yeah. Lose the six foot foot feet apart. That was social programming to keep you sick and disconnected. Right? Yeah, during that period I said it, it's so you know, the distance, yes, physical with just the physical distance, but we should still be socially connected. Because it studies have shown that actually makes a difference whether somebody lives longer or not if you're just you know isolated and, and again this has nothing to do with your personality whether you're an introvert or an extrovert we still need to which i'm both <laughs> well that's hard to believe that you're both you're more of an extrovert in my opinion but you know <laughs> well I, I do push myself to look my my mission is bigger than my personality right and honestly I can be very introverted okay. and, but my mission is so important that I stepped out. That you stepped out. Yeah. That's, that's, that's amazing. I mean, I say the same thing too about myself, but I think my whole journey of learning, I'm a lifelong learner and I will learn mm -hmm. from everyone because we all have something to share, whether what to do or what not to do. Uh -huh. So I listen, <laughs> you know, and so I feel that I started off as an introvert introvert extrovert and then you know there are periods where i i know my mission to share and feel you know have families heal because kids are getting older diseases now my youngest nine years old uh, as a patient 
had diabetes and this is type 2 diabetes so the mission of sharing the information what i've been able to to grow and learn with my family i want to share that so that has made me come out more and, and speak out so the other pillars i was about to say other than social connection is avoiding risky substances so thank you drinking but all those things unfortunately the inhibitors and they come with friends so we don't eat healthy we don't sleep well and it, unfortunately all those toxins our body doesn't know how to to react to it because again this body is is created in, in in a beautiful fashion and once it doesn't recognize it what it does it turns all those substances into inflammation that deposits in our joints deposits in areas that we begin to wonder why am i feeling so fatigued and run down Unfortunately, it's the inflammation in the body. So those are the things. And then the last and I, I want to add, hold on to that part. So yeah. the inflammation absolutely comes from a poor diet. Yes. And I want and being exposed to different chemicals. Yes. I just want to shift mindset here for a moment on that. Right. I used to eat sushi. Okay. And growing up in a Jewish household, um, we had smoked salmon. So it wasn't too much of a, um, a shift for me to then think, oh, okay, I could have sushi, okay? Well, in 1989, New Year's Eve, I had sushi, got very, very ill all night. And that was when and how I got all those parasites. Okay. Mm. Uh huh. And they've been, they were with me oh. until the other day. They're now out of my system completely, along with the fungus and the colony that they created. And they have their own emotions. They have their own, they're their own, yeah. forgive me for saying this, but they're their own soul. And they're, you are the host, right? Yeah, 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 so, yeah. So if you are someone who feels that sometimes your mood gets a little wonky, you know, yes. finding out whether or not you have parasites is a very important component. And then I use red light therapy to get rid of the parasites right. um, and my Rife machine. And I got used the Rife machine to get rid of the fungus. Okay. And it took about two hours of therapy to do it. Okay. Um, the first time I tried it a different way, it didn't work, but that's, you know, you know, trial and error. And so, but if you think that eating sushi is healthy, if that's the mindset you have, I'm here to shift that for you. <laughs> and I'm not saying it doesn't taste delicious. But it's a risky, as Dr. Babb said, it is a risky behavior. So risky behavior is not just eating McDonald's or drinking alcohol or smoking a cigarette or a joint. It's also eating a food that appears healthy that really isn't. Right. Yeah. And we, we definitely need to, you know, take an inventory of how we feel after we eat a meal. If we're honest, let's just be honest. The only question... We can't lie to is really myself, to be honest. <laughs> so if you eat something and you know it might not be needed, but over a year, over a period of how do how do you feel? What kind of energy level do you get from it? What kind of it's not just the taste. What how do you, how does your body react to it? But how I've been able to eliminate food. I remember I was 
so addicted to Snicker bars. And after every, I would enjoy getting the high, and then I would have a massive headache. And I, I was doing this for, for so long, and I knew it. I said, it's the Snicker bars. It, that is what it is. And now I, I, I make what I call Snicker bars, but it's with bananas and my and my nuts and peanut butter. Wait, wait, you have a recipe for Snicker bars? Yes. Are you going to send it to me? Yeah, I'm definitely sending it to you. I mean, I saw it online. It's not my own creation, but, you know, I modify when I see these things. It gives me ideas. And so my, some of my kids, we make up, you know, alternatives. So banana, you just cut the banana, you know, have the peanut butter, almond butter, whichever one has the protein, healthy fat. And then you put your, you know, almonds, whatever, and sprinkle it with coconut. I mean, that looks like freezing. And well, you could use uh, those stevia chocolate chips. Yeah, yes, yes. And you mm -hmm. freeze that, you know, and oh my goodness, delicious. So, well, you yeah. know, when I was a child, that's all I ate. And I was an equestrian. And so I remember being at my father's, uh, my father had a, a stable, a horse complex in Northbrook, Illinois. And I would run around the horse complex, go, snicker, snicker, snicker. You know, and I couldn't say my R's because I, you know, I, I had, uh, I was raised with people from the UK. And so the R's were never coming out. <laughs> so I'm like, snicker, snicker, snickers. Oh, yes, Woo! yes. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, I mean, we just have to find... We have to be honest, and oh my goodness, the headache can be so massive, and I'll take medication, Tylenol, ibuprofen, but it was the Snickers, because I get that high sugar, you know, it, and then you crush, you know, you just crush, because you have that great, you know, insulin, and insulin is a fat storer, it, it stores fat, you know, it goes up high, whatever is used is used, and the rest is, is stored in, as, as in your fat cells. And then the crash causes that headache. And I had to be realistic and I stopped it and the headaches went away. So when people come in and say they're having migraines, some people are not hydrated. I would like you to share a little bit about your water because a lot of my patients that come in, yes, coming not uh, having headaches is because they're not hydrated. Even well, it's more than hydration. So, right, so right, right. first of all, you're absolutely right. If you're not hydrated, you will get headaches, you won't sleep well, you won't function. It's kind of like trying to drive a car without an oil change, right? Yeah, yeah, but then there's the other part. If, like, I have a friend of mine who um, I will tell, hold on, let me just finish, okay? This is her Tommy. I want to say something. So if your water has toxins in it, which if you're drinking from the tap it, in Cobb County, and in the Chicagoland area as well, there's 18, about 18 to 17 to 18 total contaminants. And um, a, nine of them, I think, in Cobb and about the same, give or take one, it doesn't make a difference, exceed the EWG.org guidelines. Now, your municipality will absolutely tell you that they meet the, the that they're compliant and they're not lying. They are compliant mm -hmm. with, a, with regulations that were created two decades ago mm -hmm. that no longer apply and actually didn't even apply two decades ago. Oh, gosh. Okay. Outdated. Right. So there's that. And then what I want to tell you is that they're all disrupting your hormones and your nervous system. And so, of course, you're going to have a headache. So 
But why don't we just try bottled water, right? Well, bottled water has 38 total contaminants. And the reason they have more is because they're putting it in a plastic bottle and the, the, the petroleum and everything that makes up the BPA or the BPS that makes up that bottle is now leaching into your water. So you're actually getting more water or more contaminants in your water when you buy it bottled. And oh, spoiler alert, it's 1,900 times more expensive than just doing your tap. 1,900 times more expensive. And then there's these other symptoms that are, are symptoms. It is symptoms, but kind of systems that are being sold. And I feel like they're taking people for a ride because they're promising, they're promoting like keywords like alkaline, or they're promoting like these that get your attention. Oh, I need to do this and it should cost me a lot of money. It doesn't need to cost you a lot of money. I mean, yes, you can spend $1,900 on a whole house water filtration system and you can work up to that or you can start right away. But when I started, it was 300 bucks, right? My shower head was $85, actually it was cheaper than by five bucks, but it was $85 and then the countertop um, was I think like 189 or I mean, it's less than 200 bucks. So you're spending less than 300, including tax and shipping. And now you're fueling your body with the most important thing. And the other thing is the, um, the reverse osmosis. If your electricity goes out, so does your water, right? And the second thing about reverse osmosis is it's pulling out those minerals, which are key for your brain health. Yeah, yeah. And so then a lot of people go, well, oh, I get a generator. Well, some of us can't, don't want to afford a generator. That's number one. And number two, why would you take the minerals out? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's all those little things that add up to prevent us or lead us to us ultimate well-being. All yes. things add up. So definitely the quality of the water that we drink what we're even drinking, you know, cutting back on the sugary drinks, the juices, you know, you're having a smoothie and if you don't read it, you'll be amazed how many added sugar, you know, in terms of one, you know, just one, you have four grams of sugar, one teaspoon is four grams of sugar and you see drinks that they're calling healthy with almost 30 grams of sugar. Well, which is how much you should have in a week. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So those are the things that, you know, we, we need to learn in terms of our self-care. How do we nourish our body with the water, the quality of the water, the foods that we eat, the physical activity, going out for nature, you know, you know, just being in a healthy environment, sleeping, all those things that we spoke about is really what would give us that ability to stay in an ultimate well-being state of life, which again is where we want to be to reverse all those chronic diseases. Well, and I couldn't agree with you more. And, you know, you're going to the juices, um, juices and kombucha. You know, I'm a big fan of, I love your background, by the way, all those waterfalls. Oh yeah, yeah thank gorgeous. you. <laughs> um, I'm a big fan of kombucha. Okay. I'm, but I'm a big fan of label reading. <laughs> oh. Oh, yes. 
I, I am. I've learned the hard way. Mm-hmm. Not everything that they claim is healthy. You have to, and people need to learn what to look for. I think that's important. So I very quickly, please just look and see how much sugar is in there. If it tastes added sugar, protein, an ideal meal, you definitely want to make sure it's more than five grams. When we talk about fiber, please look for fiber, three grams or more. But most importantly, the number of ingredients that is in If it's so long and you can't read it, you can't pronounce it, it's a processed meal, anything in a box. So those are the things to look out for, and then the saturated and the calories. Um, so th- importantly, people say, I don't know how to read labels. Well, those, that's a simple way to start. How much sugar is in it? What's the protein? What's the fiber? But the good news is that if you eat whole foods, you don't even have to. It's not going to come with ingredients other than Well, and that's just the thing. But you know, I teach people about getting the fermented foods into their, you know, for gut health, right? Yeah. And I love having kombucha um, and they come in these big bottles. And what I want to let people, so we put them in our smoothies and we don't do the whole bottle. We're doing two ounces right. into a smoothie that's split into four cups. Nice. You see? And so they're, let's say there's 16 sugars. But there's zero added sugar. So I'm not getting cane. That's right. You're getting the natural. So if you're having the natural sugar, you know, the people complain about natural fruit and sugar, but it's natural. It's not <laughs> it's not the sugar that you get engineered. That's different. Your body welcomes that. Your body understands what it is, right? And processes it well compared to the engineered sugar. So there's a difference. So yeah, to your point, to your point, as long as you don't have added sugars. Just look out for it. If it has added sugar, um, that that's not beneficial for the. Well, and I want to add to your point about the fiber. The fiber is critically important because um, you. you, I've often shared that you want the. You don't want to. You want to be the food processor, right? You don't want to have processed foods. You want to eat a whole food so your body actually does the processing. Because if it's not processing, then it is spiking those sugar levels. Right, and it's causing inflammation. Yeah. This is not enough time for us. I mean, <laughs> we're at 10.01. So um, what I want to do is invite people to connect with Dr. Bab. Um, she is in, you're in Marietta, right? Yeah. Marietta, Georgia. Yes. She is simply brilliant. I mean, if you haven't figured that out now, I, I don't know what that will take. So, um, and you know, she is a a divine child of God who is here to serve, uh, the world, um, you know, in a way, uh, that'll really serves, it just serves you, you serve humanity. And I want to just, in in a way that fuels everyone's soul, right? And I want to thank you for what you're doing and for being a stand for people's health and, for having that MD. I mean, that's being